Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Angela Morabito. She is the former press secretary for the Department of Education, or Betsy DeVos. She'll be at the bottom of the hour this hour. We're going to talk about pills or pronouns. Pills and pronouns. Think about that. Has to do with education, what that might be all about. Plus, we've got news on Pete Buttigieg and his usage of our taxpayer-funded uh, airplanes to fly all around the world. Plus, I've got an audio soundbite from him a little bit later on, too, where he's proud that people call him Mayor Pete, which I find to be a little bit disturbing. We're not calling him Mayor Pete out of out of some sort of compliment on a Monday. He's not. I mean, plus I've got uh, your girl KJP on the economy. It's going great. Joe Biden also commenting on the economy that he thinks is going great. That is Carrie Lockie. How you doing, Chocolate Voice? I'm good. Hello, making it happen. Sam is screening and getting it done. Glad to have you along for the ride. Have you stopped by the website yet? JoePags.com. Make that happen. Carrie, I think I proved to myself last hour that I've got to stop having these stupid discussions with people on Twitter mm-hmm. because I always get to, listen, man, I'm not using social media to argue with you. Call the show. Yeah. And again, I mean, we're talking Go about ahead, 15 didn't. hours a week that are available for the guy to call in, and they just can't seem to find a way to call in. Isn't that weird? Mm, it is, isn't it? Uh, I think probably that's why he's got 30 followers and probably why he might not even be his real face and name no, for all I know. I mean, you don't know no. who they are. No. Um, but the, the bottom line is I don't mind arguing. I'm a pretty good arguer. I like debating. I like to learn. I like to educate. And I, I like doing it. So when I say call the show, I think they think I'm kidding. I mean it. Call the show. It's kind of simple, right? I mean, It'd be a lot I actually more interesting have what they for call... the rest of us. We can actually hear yes. the conversation instead of you exactly. guys just going back and forth on Twitter. Exactly right. Could not agree with you more. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. I'm going to have some uh, some economic sound bites coming up. So sound bites on the economy, because again, there's some sort of delusion here when it comes to the economy and this uh, this administration. But people have been calling Pete Buttigieg out, who is the transportation secretary, who is horrible at his job, knows nothing about transportation, waited almost three full weeks before going to East Palestine. And when he went there, he stood there with his arms crossed like he was bored or something. The whole thing was very strange. He should step down. This whole thing about he didn't want to get in the way of the NTSB is, is stupid. He would not have gotten in the way of the NTSB. But um, he now, I guess his office is responding to allegations that he's been misusing or misappropriating um, the airplane time. What do you have, mm-hmm. From the Independent Journal Review, Transportation Secretary P. Buttigieg's use of jets for official trips will be audited, but his office does not appear too concerned. On Monday, the Washington Post reported Buttigieg's office issued a statement saying an internal watchdog will audit his use of Federal Aviation Administration jets for official trips. At the Post noted, the Transportation Department said Buttigieg used FAA planes for a total of 18 flights over the course of seven trips. Uh, Buttigieg's office explained in all but one trip it was cheaper to fly using an FAA aircraft than commercially, per the Post. However, the cost of Buttigieg and his staff's flights totaled 
$41,905.20. Now, the audit was requested by Senator Marco Rubio, a Republican from Florida, who pointed to a Fox News report. Carrie Arndt, a spokeswoman for Buttigieg, said in an emailed statement to the Post, the review is welcome. The statement said the review would be an opportunity to put some of the false, outlandish, and cynical claims about the secretary's mode of travel to rest. Arndt said the fact remains he flies commercially the vast majority of the time. Okay. 41000 and change to fly him and his staff around. I guess his husband is part of the staff. But he says it was cheaper than flying commercially. I'm supposed to just believe that. Carrie, I kid you not, and you know I make an okay dollar. Mm-hmm. When we go on vacation, fly anywhere, first thing my wife tells me is, oh, I found I found one, I found a ticket for $100. <laughs> like, like, okay, we spend a little bit more and maybe have a, a cushion underneath our rear end? I don't know, <laughs> because some of these seats are like cardboard, right? Oh, yeah. So the allegation that it's cheaper to fly on my dime and the taxpayer's dime on some military jet somewhere it's cheaper than flying commercial. I reject that on its face. And anybody who's got a brain would agree with that. Don't, again, I don't care if you're left and you love Mayor Pete or if you're right and you can't stand the guy. Doesn't matter. What he's saying is just not true. At least, listen, John Carrip, who's just a, a, a piece of crap elitist. This guy, when confronted about why he flies privately, at least he said some of us are so important that we have to. <laughs> he said something like, you know, uh, some of us do jobs that are very important and the best way to fly is privately. And then after that, he was guilted into flying commercially. And there he is in the, the next, the very next flight, Carrie. Remember this picture of him reading the newspaper with no mask on? Yes, on I the do plane? remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. These people don't think the rules apply to them. And I'm glad that Mayor Pete's being called out again. Calling him Mayor Pete is not a compliment. It just, it just isn't. Um, I know that he thinks it is, but it's not. And our economy is in the tank completely. And when asked about it, Karine Jean-Pierre doesn't seem to agree. So a new Fox News poll shows that only 36% of voters approve of the president's handling of the economy. 31% approve of the inflation, the way he's handling inflation. Are voters just not getting the right message, or is there something wrong with the president's policies? So look, first of all, no, there's nothing wrong with the president's policy. But this goes into a little bit of the COVID origins question that I've been that I've gotten a couple times, and that so she was, my colleague has gotten. She was asked about this. She was asked about it after she was asked about the origins of COVID. So somehow, magically, your girl KJP is going to now tie the origins of COVID into why the economy isn't what the American people think it should be. Now, keep in mind, when Trump left office, we'd had COVID for almost a year, and the economy was exponentially better than it is now, and the entire country was shut down. Question that I've been that I've gotten a couple times, and that clearly my colleague has gotten uh, uh, a couple times as well. We have just coming out what the American people have had to deal with for the last almost three years now. If you think about it, COVID, right? COVID nineteen, once in a generation pandemic, uh, which really uh, put put the economy, as you know, into a tailspin. Uh, and the president, when he walked in, there was the last administration did not have a comprehensive plan on how to deal uh, with COVID and how to make sure that uh, we were getting people shots in arms. As simple as that. How do we get the economy back on its feet? And so that's what the president did. He got the economy back on its feet. Carrie, did, did you hear an answer there? Um, no. And I'm hoping Sounds to me like she blamed it on be, Trump. 
Yeah. So what do you mean by getting the economy back on its feet? Because I'm paying and another follow up would be every time and gas prices are still high. Um, what do you mean exactly? Well, of course, that follow up didn't happen. That would have been a perfect no, one. Another yeah. one could have been, um, well, gas prices were two thirty five a gallon under Trump. One point four percent inflation. The economy before the forced shutdown, which had to happen at least temporarily, was leaps and bounds better than what Biden's doing. So what specifically are you talking about when you say the last administration didn't have a plan? I mean, again, the last administration dealt with COVID for a full year before Biden took office. And things were statistically better by every metric under Trump when he left on the 20th of January than they have been under Biden. Much better by every metric. Americans had more savings. They had more income. They had better wages. They had lower costs of goods. These are all true things that I just said. So you're right, Carrie. They let they let her off the hook again because that's what they do. I just don't understand why you don't do a follow-up. And you can actually, I don't know who that questioner was, but I would now know your name, dude. Had you asked a pertinent question, I would care about somebody who's actually doing the job. I always wanted to ask a good question because I wanted to make sure that the person I was questioning knew that I wasn't playing around. I wasn't going to be your friend. You know, when the answerer, when the person is being questioned, the answerer says things like, as you know, you know who's the best at that who I interviewed, Carrie? Mm-hmm. Trump is. Oh. Oh, as you know very well, Pags. And it sort of puts you, it makes you go, oh, well, he knows that I know something. Oh, I didn't know that, but he thinks that I know it. Do I say it anyway? And I've always just said it anyway, but I think a lot of people will be lulled into, oh, well, as you know very well, as you know better than anybody. You'll hear that one a lot too. I do? <laughs> I didn't know that I knew that. That's great. And it almost takes you off your game where you don't want to ask a follow-up, but you still ask the follow-up. Here's the next one where she's, I guess, pretending the economy's better than it is. That's why, as we've been talking about the economy over the last uh, 30 minutes here, that's why the president, uh, we believe, has an economic plan. And it's been proven by the data uh, that, uh, uh, that, is, that grows the economy uh, for, you know, from the bottom up, middle out, for people who are normally left behind. And so that's going to continue to be the president's economic policy. That's the one that I used for my, come on, video today on Instagram. Joe Talk Show on Instagram, go and follow that's the one that you'll see. That video, I show her saying this. Carrie, again, as a journalist, wouldn't you then say, well, what's the data? We'd like to hear exactly. what the data is. Exactly, what data? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So my response to her would have been, could you outline, and I would say data, I don't say data, but can you outline the data? I'd like to get the data from you if I could. I'd like to jot that down, use it for my report tonight. And when she can't do that, what she won't, she'll refer you to the hmm. CBO or to the, the, the Department of Energy. She'll refer you to somebody else. But then ask her, you and the president and everybody else around this White House keep saying he's building the economy from the bottom up and the middle out. Can you please in detail tell me what that means? Yes, I don't. And then just shut up and let her answer it. Yeah. I would like an Wouldn't you like to, to know, Carrie? I would because I've heard that term or that expression several times. And I really don't know what, what it is, what it means. I just don't know how that, listen, the people on the bottom... And she's talking about them economically here. This has nothing to do with them personally or anything else. But the people on the economic bottom are not hiring anybody. They're not employing anybody. They're not starting their own businesses. They're the ones that need to get the jobs, need to be hired to accrue some money to where maybe they can think about getting the American dream eventually. So you can't build it from the bottom up. It's impossible. And the middle out just sounds like you ate too much. What is the middle out? I don't know what that means. Because if we're looking at the economy... 
as a linear structure. You've got bottom, middle, top. Just straight up a line. You're going to go bottom up somehow, get to the middle, and then build it out. Care who's outside the middle? Who are we building it out to? I don't know. And what about the top? Because as you said, they're the ones that have the nope. jobs, uh, the have top. the money. Um, no, nope. I, I don't, I don't understand. The people that employ Americans are the bad ones. They need to build the bottom up, <sighs> and they certainly need that middle to get out. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. know. I just don't know. I don't know. I want to know. I don't know. Here's the thing: is that you're talking about the bottom up. So okay, maybe yes. they need more money, more money an hour. But who's going yes. to who who pays it's them? The, the evil top people. Or yes. if it were up to yes. Kareem Jean-Pierre or Joe Biden, it would in fact be the government that would do it. Then everybody would owe the government mm. something. Just one more time on this one. That's why, as we've been talking about the economy over the last uh, 30 minutes here, that's why the president, uh, we believe, has an economic plan. And it's been proven by the data uh, that uh, uh, that is that grows the economy uh, for, you know, from the bottom up, middle out for people who are normally left behind. And so that's going to continue to be the president's economic policy. Listen, it's proven by the data. Don't be asking me any questions because the data proves it. Well, which data, what are we talking about? Show and then she'll say, well, gas data. prices are down $1.50 a gallon. Well, from when? Well, from their peak. Well, who was the president when they hit their peak? Uh, Biden? I'm going to refer know. you to Well, the previous else. administration was just stupid. Did you see the guy who was orange? You know what I mean? They have nothing. They have nothing. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. I need to know. Are you in a better place economically than you were when Biden took over? Not from Biden's worst months, because he did that. So are you better economic? I think there's one more quick one, because, again, we just want to really bring this home. You know, we have the president and Democrats who are doing the work to try and grow the economy. And then we have Republicans who want to do the complete opposite. They want to repeal the Inflation Reduction Act, which is actually going to hurt the economy, which is actually going to increase health. Uh, if you think about the health, health, uh, health prices, and it's going to actually increase energy costs, because that's what the Inflation Reduction Act is supposed to do and is going to have raise havoc uh, on the deficit. The Republicans want to raise prices on everything because that makes sense. When you're in a recession like we've been in Biden's recession for a while, it would make sense for the chief opposition political party to raise prices on Americans because that's where because Republicans are like, yeah, if we raise prices, this will be great. <laughs> Come on, dude. The Democrats are and doing I, the work. They're no, doing the work. Totally, and there is totally the data said. to prove it. And we're <laughs> doing the work. Totally doing the work. I just need some, listen, I don't care who it is. Just somebody needs to say, could you, could you outline what that work is? Mm. Well, look, as I've said, and, and I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it clear. They're doing the work. Come on. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming right back. Stay here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. I will say it publicly that the guy who was going after me on Twitter um, did call in, but he called in an hour and a half after I did the topic. 
So again, I, the way the radio business works, and I'm not I'm not big time in anybody, is I am charged with setting the topics for all three hours. I can't go back to a topic I did an hour and a half ago because then I have to reset the entire thing again. So I asked him, and I people who are in my chat room heard me talk to him. Polo probably heard me talk to him as well. Um, I said, dude, I did this last hour. I'd have to reset the entire topic. Why did you wait so long? He said I had to run errands. So again, love him like a brother. I have no disdain for the guy, but I gave him the opportunity to call in last hour. We had open lines from the very beginning of the show, which we never do. We opened lines from the very beginning, and I told Sam before we started, if this guy with this name calls in, let him through. Okay, he took an hour to call in, and I think he got guilted into calling in on Twitter. If I look at Twitter, I see a lot of people going after, why didn't you call in? You're a coward. So he called in an hour late and then wanted to argue about it an hour later. I gave him some time during the break, but not much because, again, he had an opportunity, and I wanted to break this. The only reason I brought that story up again today is to let that guy call in and take up for the violent attacker in the school, and he called in an hour later, which is pretty lame. Aubrey, call in again. I appreciate you listening to my program. Your take on this is dead wrong, in my opinion. Next time, call in when I'm talking about if you'll notice, many people don't get in on other talk shows ever. I let a lot of people get through, and I opened the phone lines early just for you today, and I even announced it on Twitter when I was going live, and you took an hour plus. I just came back up like that and do it again. But I wanted to make sure people understood he did call in. I don't want you to think that he didn't. He did, just an hour late. All right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Love reminding you about Super Beats. They taste great, taste absolutely delicious, and I know that you're looking to get healthy. Everybody's looking to, to get healthy. They're living a healthy lifestyle. Super Beats Heart Chews polyphenol compound is nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone, which is great. It means more energy, circulation, and blood pressure support that is easy and convenient. And let me add the fact that they are, in fact, delicious. They're delicious. They taste great. It's not like you're adding a supplement. You're adding something that's healthy for you, going to help you to support your blood pressure, help you to produce a, a great level of nitric oxide, and it's not like you're taking a supplement. I really do like it. Double your potential with Super Beats Heart Chews and support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, blood flow, and heart-healthy energy. Plus, they're plant-based and gluten-free. Find out how to get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews and free shipping with your first order by going to superbeatsradio.com slash PAGS. That's a free bag of Heart Chews only available at superbeatsradio.com slash PAGS. That's superbeatsradio.com slash PAGS. Make it happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Liam, Ohio, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. I just wanted to say I appreciate the show. Thank you. And uh, I think I figured out the economic policy, bottom up, middle out. Um, bottom goes to the top or bottom top middle out the bottom's going to go to the top but what they don't tell you is that the top's actually the new bottom because there's no opportunity and the middle goes out on their ass because no one can afford their mortgage or to pay for food anymore and uh, I just wanted to say I appreciate you bringing the truth every day and uh, keep on the keep the fight going on my brother, I'm doing the best I can, Liam. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think he's right. I think the middle out is probably wrong. They probably mean the middle can't go out, Carrie. Because you can't mm. afford to go eat out. Oh, maybe that's what they mean. Okay, I guess. The bottom up, mm. middle out. No, middle can't go out. Oh. Middle's not out. Oh. Middle, I, 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 here it is. Bottom up to no good, uh-huh. middle out of money. Oh. Could be that. Maybe, maybe they're just shortening it. Maybe they could be abbreviating that it. Means? Okay. Somebody so if you're in the middle, you're that. probably out of money. If you're on the top, then you don't care enough about the bottom, and the bottom doesn't oh. really know what they're do it because but i don't know hmm. i know i'm trying to figure it out i want to add logic and reason to something that's not logical nor reasonable and i think it's probably my problem carrie yeah i'm sure that is be honest with you yeah 
888 What's that? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-72, so rude, 7247-JOEPAGS.com. Go there, click on watch. It could be in the in the drop-down menu and go see all the videos that we do. Up next is Angela Morabito. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags.